0: Hello, and welcome to the teacher edition of Steve Barkley ponders out loud. The complexity of teaching is both challenging and rewarding. And my curiosity is piqued whenever I explore with teachers, the multiple pathways for facilitating student engagement in the exciting world of learning. This podcast looks to serve teachers as they motivate and support their learners. Thanks for listening. I'm delighted that you're here. motivating learners with future focus. One of the school staffs that I'm working with is exploring the concept of academic tenacity. Academic tenacity is defined as mindsets and skills that allow students to look beyond short-term concerns to longer-term or higher-order goals and to withstand challenges and setbacks in order to persevere towards these goals. In a paper that you'll find linked in the podcast lead in, Carol Dwick, Gregory Walton, and Jeffrey Cohen describe academically tenacious students. Their article is titled, Academic Tenacity by Mindsets and Skills that Promote Long-Term Learning. They describe academically tenacious students With these characteristics. One, they believe that they belong in school academically and socially, that school is part of who they are and is seen as a route to future goals. Two, they are engaged in learning, they view effort positively, and can forego immediate pleasures for the sake of schoolwork. For example, they seek challenging tasks that will help them learn new things, rather than tasks that are in their comfort zone and require little effort. Three, they are not derailed by difficulty, whether it's intellectual or social. They see a setback as an opportunity for learning or a problem to be solved, rather than seeing it as humiliation, condemnation, of their ability or their worth. It's not seen as a symbol of future failures or as a confirmation that they do not belong. This is true in the case of a specific assignment as well as with their studies in general. And lastly, they know how to remain engaged over the long haul and how to deploy new strategies for moving forward effectively. Now, the key is that some students show up at school with these mindsets and skills ready to be empowered. But it's important to know that these mindsets and skills can also be taught and learned. One of the suggested practices explored in the paper is based on targeting students' beliefs about the relevance of school the relevance to themselves, to their lives, and to society. I label that strategy as building a future focus. I found a post in Psychology Today, uh, also linked in the lead-in, that reinforces the power of uh, future focus. The title of it is, The Most Powerful Mindfulness is Future Focused subtitled, Use Mental Time Travel to Navigate Your Destiny. I love that thought. Mental time travel. It offers a tremendous advantage that we don't take enough advantage of. Here's a quote from the article. Humans possess a mighty evolutionary asset, the ability to engage in extreme mental time travel. We can travel to the past via memory, and we can travel to the future via forethought. But too often, our tendency is to travel mostly to the past and not as much to the futures beyond tomorrow. We often are urged to think long term, yet we don't capitalize on the gift of forethought. We act according to short term rewards and cost. We prefer the status quo over change and we act as if a longer-term future doesn't exist. Judging what we value by how we behave, we value the present over the future. We value everyday actions over the novel, and we have a tendency to maintain rather than change the paths that we travel. Well, if we as adults aren't making the use of that future time travel. Uh, Imagine that our students may be missing it as well, and therefore uh, it can be an important conscious focus for us to take on. Consider these examples that come from studies that were included in the paper. And uh, how might you make uh, connections or applications uh, of similar practices? In one study, a group of college students who were told that a relatively uninteresting academic activity, learning about correlation coefficients, would empower them to be better teachers, that group of students told that they would be able to improve students' lives by mastering that material, worked longer on learning the content, and more importantly, they processed the lesson more deeply than other students who weren't given that same rationale. Although all students memorized the same facts about statistics, only those with a larger purpose came to understand the deep structure of the mathematical concepts and were able to apply it later to new problems that they hadn't seen before. In a similar study, When students were told that learning about recycling could help them improve society versus save money, they persisted longer in the learning task, and they performed better on a test of deep conceptual learning. Another study working with high school students encouraged the students to see the relevance of science in their lives. Every three to four weeks during a semester-long course, students were asked to write a brief essay describing how the material they were studying that week would be applied to their lives. Students in the control group simply summarized the week's topic. The intervention was expected to be most effective for students with low expectations of performing well in science, as those students were expected to doubt the value of working hard in science. As predicted, those students in the intervention group expressed more interest in science at the end of the academic turn, and they earned higher science grades than students in the control group. The increase in grades for those students represented nearly two-thirds of a letter grade. Interestingly, a gain in grades was seen only when students themselves came up with the reasons why the schoolwork was relevant, and not when teachers simply told students why the material should be relevant to their lives. Boy, I find that a really interesting one to, uh, to, to be exploring the value of building inquiry into the beginning of a unit of study uh, and having students um, identify how their future could be impacted by the learning that was going to take place in that particular unit. Another approach that was pointed out in the uh, uh, paper on academic tenacity was Highlighting students' sense of purpose to target their beliefs about their own future self. Who did they want to become and what would it take to become that self? For students who face significant barriers to academic success or belong to social groups that are associated with poor academic outcomes. Exercises that helped students imagine themselves being successful in school and that helped them in specific ways to become the person they wanted to be were especially effective. In another study involving eighth grade students in an inner city school district, one group of students took part in a 10-session workshop where they described the kind of adult they would like to be, the obstacles they would encounter to becoming that person, and how they could overcome those obstacles. A control group of students during this time took a standard elective class. The findings were that the students in the workshop who explored their future had fewer school absences, were less likely to be written up for disruptive behavior, were 60% less likely to repeat eighth grade, and they earned significantly higher grades in the ninth grade the following year. As I read through those examples, I recall years ago having worked with a fifth grade teacher who started each year on the very first day of class, having her students go to the auditorium, put on a graduation cap and gown, step out on stage, and she took their picture. Returning to the classroom, she gave students a journal. They pasted that picture of them wearing that cap and gown into the uh, front of the uh, journal. And then every morning, the teacher set aside time for students to reflect upon that picture. She posed two questions in their reflection. One, what had they done the day before that would assist them in making that picture of graduation come true? And two, what promise were they making to themselves for today to take on behaviors that would make that picture to be true? This teacher extended the process by uh, making that future focus a uh, really concrete. Not only did the students have the picture, but they did things like identify what it would be like to graduate outside on a, uh, on a hot day, when uh, sweat beads would likely roll down their face colored uh, black from the uh, hat that they were wearing, or what it would be like to graduate on rainy days when graduation took place inside the gym. She had kids talk about who they would want to invite to their graduation uh, she had kids practice hearing their names read using their middle names the way that the district did on, uh, on on graduation day and had kids predict uh what would be the first thing their parents might say to them as they uh, as they as they stepped from the stepped from the stage the power is that the teacher communicated to the kids her belief that they were capable of of making that future uh become true And that uh, they would certainly have all of her support to make that picture become true. I think conversations about future and about the ability to impact the future are really important for all of us to have. I recall having met a teacher who told me that as teachers, we needed to be highly optimistic, highly positive. Because we really needed to see a future that often didn't have a past record to support it. Students come to us without a past record suggesting that they're going to be successful. But we as teachers need to be able to see a successful future and to be able to encourage and promote that future, a belief in that future to our students. That's pretty important work. Thanks for taking it on. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening in, folks. I'd love to hear what you're pondering. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Barkley or send me your questions and find my videos and blogs at barkleypp.com